0: Kevin Durant are babies and they need someone to change their diapers. Well, oh, okay. That's they are, they're babies. Well, yeah. uh, Kevin Durant is is an A one baby. No, he left. A, he left Oklahoma City where he was the king. No, he left it where he was the king. No, went to Golden State no. and then got his feelings hurt because he couldn't be the coolest he guy. He left
1: Oklahoma Golden City State. because. There's your hot take. Oh. He left Oklahoma City because he had to be the man, and nobody else was good on that team besides Russ. Like, nobody else oh was hitting gosh. threes. They nobody went else, to the finals. Nobody else was, was shot makers. It was all on Kevin Durant. They went to the finals. He didn't they didn't have were spending anything. spending insane amounts of money to build the team. They were trying to get him pieces. He wanted teammates. He wanted, he wanted to not have to be the man, nine in and nine out. And that's oh, what he, he got in, in he didn't Golden want State. He wanted to be the man. So That's what he, he got the Golden State. And so he was he the left best
0: player, and he got the Golden State. And then he wasn't the man there, and he got sad. No, yes, so now He's a no. so, coach. So he then left, he, was upset he left. He left Golden State Curry because they didn't Curry. like him as he much left as Golden Steph Curry. State. The
1: same reason LeBron left Cleveland. There was nothing no. else. There. My bad. For there was no. nothing else. LeBron left
0: Cleveland because they literally weren't good, and he had no support from his owners. But, and he and he wanted to win a championship more than anything, so he ring chased to Miami. But Miami didn't beat him the series before. Kevin Durant left uh, after being up 3-1 and blowing it. Oh he left goodness. the 3-1 team to go join another team <laughs> where he, he, didn't, have start to, where he didn't have to be the man. And then when he got there and he was the man like overall, but then he couldn't win MVPs because Steph was still the man. And Steph was still treated as the man because Steph's nice. Then he got upset and went to Brooklyn, where he could be king of New York, and he got Kyrie Irving there, who also has had emotional issues, can't deal with the fact I that he was Kyrie's LeBron's bipolar, sidekick. Though. He <laughs> couldn't deal with the fact that he was LeBron's sidekick, and, and he won one championship there, leaves, goes to Boston, does terrible. Kimba comes in, replaces him, and is better immediately and wins five straight playoff games <laughs> while Kyrie Irving's team is still sitting at home. And then Kyrie and Kevin go and get Steve Nash, and everyone's mad at him for it? No. Let Kyrie, Kevin, and Steve Nash do whatever they want. Brooklyn ain't going to win. You, how long does that you experiment
1: think, last? Do you think? Uh, how
0: how long could they last against the Bucks, the Heat, or the Raptors, or the Celtics? About no games.
1: No, this. <laughs> here's here's the what here's, here's what I think. Do you think that this uh, that this building of the Nets is pretty akin to you know a couple years ago they get Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett. They bring in Jay Kin. Very similar. It's the same thing, you know, kind of over and over. I love KD man. He's one of my
0: favorite players. Like he's he's it. But dude's got issues on the inside. He's got issues. He's a cupcake. He's soft, man. Messed up. He is. How do
1: you not see that? That's crazy to me. Like man, he's the greatest offensive.
0: It doesn't matter.
1: He's he's got too many feelings. He can't. We all got
0: feelings. Oh my gosh! He can't. Deal. He couldn't deal with the situation. Holcomb said He couldn't deal with the situation. At Golden State, and he fired Kenny Atkinsons without playing a game for the guy. <laughs> they in. That's, and him and Kyrie like, man, I, we've been talking. We got to move some pieces I, on this team. I
1: still am. And they
0: never even play games with the people on that team. I still am so
1: bitter that that they went to the Nets instead of the Knicks because I love the Nets. Last year, I love them. They were they were, you know, my second favorite team in the league last year. The Nets the Nets had fire last year. They they were a team that was trying
0: hard to win games and they were fighting. They had young They were fun guys, to watch you know. play. Yeah, they're not fun to watch play now. And they're definitely not gonna be fun to watch play. Like th- this is a Also, all people are just pass. now
1: figuring out that Karis Levert's a baller. Like they didn't see him, you know, the last couple of years in, in Brooklyn at, battling injuries. They didn't see him in Michigan that Honestly, gets buckets. honestly, great. I'm
0: a, I'm gonna tell the truth. I think this, I think that Steve Nash is a good hire. Let's just cover while right we're here. I think that Steve Nash hire is a good hire. He's he's great experience. He's a champion. He's a point guard. He's been working with Golden State for years. He's 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 the man. Uh, I think the Brooklyn experiment is going to just totally dive bomb. And I know when Kyrie was talking about how they're going to have to move some pieces and get some get some different pieces, and they were looking for a third star, clearly, when he was talking last year. If I'm Karis LeVert, if I'm Joe Harris, if I'm on that team and I'm a baller, I'm Spencer Dinwiddie, man, I'm hoping that I'm the piece they trade because I want to go play for a contender. And I don't think that Brooklyn's a contender with Steve Nash, with Kyrie Irving, with Kevin Durant. I think that they're like the Thunder without the balance of power. They're like a weird weird team. It's
1: going to be a weird dynamic, that's for sure. um they're just. It'll be interesting. I don't. I don't think that DJ is is that third piece. I don't think that he's the person that they need. Um, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm more hopeful for it. Um, obviously, you know, I, I'm, I'm a big Steve Nash supporter. I support a lot of things that he does. Um, and I think that it will be a good move. I think there's that chemistry between him and Kevin Durant. I think obviously Kyrie trusts Kevin Durant's opinion. And I think Steve Nash can do great things for Kyrie. I think he can deal with them. superstars. so, so sure. I think it'll I think it'll be a great dynamic. Um, so so we'll see how it how it plays out. It, it becomes you know how do they build the team? Are they able to retain Joe Harris? Are they able to retain you know Spencer Dinwiddie or trade him? What do they do with uh, with DeAndre Jordan? I think those would be the the key pieces because they have a good you know good young players. It, it's gonna be
0: fun watching it happen. But I just I can't believe that even with Steve Nash, I honestly I don't think there's anybody that, that the Nets can pick up that makes me think they're gonna get through Giannis or Toronto or Boston well, or Miami if they you, keep these. You you have to hope
1: back. that so Kevin I'll Durant, a seven foot player that's coming off a of Achilles injury, is like the same Kevin Durant that we saw last year, which is unlikely. Yeah, so, and, and so you have I mean, to have the hope in Kevin, Kevin Durant. Had
0: had injury issues and Kyrie Irving had injury issues. Their whole careers. Yeah. You know? So I'm, yeah. it's it's really it's really hard. The, the Nets are right only here. contenders
1: if if Kevin Durant's still a top five player.
0: Yeah, absolutely. If he's a top five player, it'll change everything. Uh, but he's got to be that every night, and we all know he doesn't necessarily like being the man every night. So, uh, and the other guy doesn't like being a sidekick every night. So we're gonna we're gonna have some dynamic in Brooklyn. That's gonna yep. be hard to watch. But it, I guess it'll be better than watching the Knicks. Yep. Sorry to interrupt, but I have a question. Have you ever been to a place and thought to yourself, and this place reminds me of a person or lots of persons? Well, I have. Like when I go to the airport in Colorado, it reminds me of John Denver. And when I go to Hardee's, it reminds me of someone's grandparents. And when I go to an Ikea, it reminds me of broken relationships between people I know. When I go to Sesame Street, reminds me of big bird that familiar feeling may be the inspiration behind the new album from tabo called places or people too this episode of am i a baller is brought to you by tabo and this is a song off the new album available everywhere you stream music t-h-a-b-o tabo places are people too this song is called hagar it features our friend and great rapper isaac stinson enjoy this song in the rest of the podcast.
2: Okay, I'm all up in my head now. I'm like, go ahead, hit, proceed. I don't need too much to take me to an I from an E. I don't mind the stress, I thrive in lessons right on a key. Entire steps aside, I draft like thrift shops, me. No tense shades on. Let it off Saisons Nine hours in between jobs, i am a to be gone in the next one. I'ma bottles, i am a sea clubs, i am a to beat and I'm a sea god, each over dress and try hard, I'm passing do what laps round Nissan I'm God, I provide. I'm living this life on the side. No line items, just a night driving, running spike, gunning down my pride. I'm out on a Calvinist bet. I think if I'm happy, I'm spent. I think my depression enabled the thought, and I think that my ego prevents. Really living life like a 21st century. Look at me, kind of man. He could have been anything, anyone, any dream could have built with my hands. Here I am, chasing my death with dignity, praising my left-leaning friends. Expert depends on your company. Now test me again. When I'm the only one around, I'm both the poet and the critic. I'm the loneliest, the cynic. I'm the holiest of sinners, I'm the coder, I'm the codest, keeping motives on the limits, Under influences, I'm the boldest, I'm controlling minutes at a time, I'm controlling spindles that twine it makes my innards fit at home, That makes my consciousness comply, until it's looking like it's threadbare and it's just my spine, well I'm not spineless. I'm just timeless, till my next ship cries i'm not this, i'm just fighting till my head face right i don't mind it when i'm smiling but we in between times i'll find that there's a limit on my own supply of enticing side adventures to my own demise. i'm just trying to be compliant see i won't recline when i park it at the lake shore with a fifth in mind and i start to take it down i know the hardest part is waking up and starting over partly sober night no you know life
0: I feel like we have been blessed in 2020 with one thing, and that is the most balanced NBA playoffs of all time. So if you are boycotting the NBA because you don't think they play real basketball or because you're wrong, uh, literally you are missing some of the best basketball. I felt like last year Kawhi, like Kawhi, sort of like like his presence became yeah. such a big deal in the playoffs. Well, and, and it was in the East, you
1: know, it was yeah. the LeBron factor, eight straight finals. You yeah, know? no LeBron,
0: that was like a weird kind of like, yep. it was almost like a transitional playoff to what you have now. The playoffs now, I mean, game seven between Denver and Utah, the whole series, I mean, Utah yep. like 3-1 and, and Denver comes back and uh, the the final score like 81-79, to 79, like a low scoring, crazy yep. defense game. Uh, you know the 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 Oklahoma City and Houston game, which was a heartbreaker, uh, but so close. These Miami and Milwaukee games have just been mm-hmm. running all the way. That from was giving the, the Clippers
1: a, a run, you know, with yeah, like the Jim game winner. Yeah.
2: and it,
1: and I think we you know just to kind of pause and I think we kind of hoped that it would pull out this way when the season started. And we saw all these uh, players shift teams before the season. Uh, where we didn't have a super team. It was kind of an open field. Beginning of the season, you know, there's eight legitimate contenders. You know, you kind of Rockets, maybe the Nuggets slip in there. Nobody predicted the Heat, you know, obvious Clippers, Lakers, Bucks. you know, a couple other teams there. There are a lot of balanced teams. Everybody had a duo. You know, who has the best duo? There wasn't a triple threat. Warriors are on a, on a uh, break here. They're on maternity leave. They're uh, nursing <laughs> some injuries. They are nursing some new rookies. They got some rookies coming in. Waiting Wait for Joel to come in. Some league babies. But, uh, you know, it, this this legitimately is, uh, you know, a step. Everybody that was mad at the Warriors super team, which they're all haters because we were blessed and fortunate to watch the Warriors for the last five years. And we're going to be blessed. I don't, I don't the feel the way you feel, though. Well, okay. I feel that way. And I think everybody else is haters. Um, but we got a balanced season out of that. You know, we have a lot of duos. Kawhi didn't form a super team in, in uh, Los Angeles with the Lakers, but instead, you know, created his own duo. I thought that was, uh, you know, fun to watch through the season. We're seeing it play out in the playoffs, like you said. I, I agree. I think like it's
0: just been an amazing season. And then we have all the stuff that's happened in the world this year. And to then have these NBA playoffs... And I just, it's like, it's like I have something to look forward to. I have a reason to turn on TV. I'm like, I'm like excited about the games every night. Um, So like, I feel like, I feel like we just have a situation that, that people in the world are taking for granted right now, because these playoffs have been fire. Um, And I just want to go straight to, to recording this on Thursday night. So uh, Boston and Toronto are playing right now, but I want to go straight to last night's game in Oklahoma City <laughs> and Houston. I, it, there's Hard no burn. way at the beginning of the season you say Oklahoma City and Houston are going to go to seven games in the first round. Uh, you know, you don't even believe Oklahoma City is going to be in the playoffs. No. Um, and that game was just legitimately awesome. Game six was awesome. It was good. Um, CP3 has, earned my respect, where I've been sort of a hater for, for a long time. I know that if the Lakers trade had happened, I'd have yeah. just loved him. Like, I love LeBron now yeah. because I was a LeBron hater. But, uh, you know, Westbrook, one of my all-time favorite players, you know, plays with, plays, with, uh, plays with Houston. And, you know, I still was rooting for Oklahoma City, man. It's just I rooted for him for too many years. And watching them play, it was just amazing. And I was, just, I was rooting for him hard last night. I want to bring up the fact that even though everyone's going to highlight James Harden's defensive play, we all know that Harden played like trash. That he is not clutch. I mean, he he, he played, is just he not played clutch.
1: Bad the whole series. Play bad, pretty much. And, yeah. And uh, and I, I hope that when we look back in you know a year or two, we we remember that narrative and not just that James Harden had the game ceiling block. You know I get it. We we don't have to hey, hate Locke as much. Amazing. We don't he have to hate game. as much on Harden's defense anymore. It's legitimately like decent for a guard. Like he is a decent defender now, whatever. But like, let's not have the narrative that James Harden was a great player through this. And, yeah, he, and people hate on Russell Westbrook, up. but Russell Westbrook has been the best player for the Rockets, you know, since before the break. Westbrook and, was super and, efficient
0: in, in that game seven. That uh, was a key reason that they were even in the game. I mean, he was just mm-hmm. scoring points in in the fourth quarter, and uh, yeah, Harden Harden had seventeen points. I feel like I feel like how many times have I watched Harden in a closeout game do pretty much nothing? Yeah, and uh, I'm well, I'm so tired, tired of hearing. On? I think I think what sucked about last night's game is I'm just tired of hearing uh, the ESPN announcers even talk because. When ESPN has a game and, and NBM and TNT has a game, it's a different it's a but, different thing. But feeling. we did
1: get Doris and she's the best announcer. Doris was amazing.
0: She it was the really greatest. just like Mark Jackson never stops talking about <laughs> how great Harden is, how Harden needs to have the ball all the time. And Mark Jackson just couldn't be any more wrong well, all the time. Let's go back in yeah. the
1: in the series while we're while we're talking about Harden. Game six, you know, we we uh, are, are recording after Game Six and Game Seven. Uh, a lot of hate on Russell Westbrook. For Game Six, oh, yeah. and, and yeah. understandably him closing out, but yeah. a lot of people get mad at James Harden for not demanding the ball, and I get it. James Harden should have demanded the ball. He's supposed to be the best offensive player of this generation. He took,
0: he took a three at the end of that game, though, missed. I mean, but he, he was a having
1: a terrible season or a terrible series, and if I'm James Harden, I don't want the pressure for that Game Six. Also, and like people disrespect Russell Westbrook and I get that he's erotic he has games where he turns over a lot game 6 wasn't that great but we're forgetting like he is also an MVP candidate like he also won an MVP three triple double seasons like he is a legitimate superstar of the league amazing. Um, he is not below James Harden like they they no, are they, equals in their the superstar they're equals
0: in the sense of like yeah their level of play it's just that like it's it's just hard for me to listen to people talk about how great he is when he doesn't show up at the moments of greatness. Like, you know, like I became a LeBron fan whenever he lost to when he lost to the Warriors because I thought, man, this dude just showed up. He got beat, but he showed up and played good every single every single game. Like he was on fire. Yeah. And matter of fact, there was talk of giving him the Finals MVP because he was clearly the best player in the finals. Yeah, uh, and that was the year that Igudala got it. Uh, I'm glad the dog got it because I mean, <laughs> hometown. You know, like we gotta have some Illinois like, pride around here. But yeah, I mean that series was a heartbreaker. I, I honestly, I think Harden's play was great. Uh, I think that in my mind, uh, and and I don't want to spend a ton of time dwelling on this, but I have thought this for probably the whole time, is that uh, the Thunder just need to fire Billy Donovan. I think that you had two timeouts, you drew up a play twice, and you couldn't draw up a play to get Chris Paul the ball like. You got one second yeah. on on the clock to meet Gallinari or Chris Paul shooting that shot. Everyone's like, "Oh, we need to do a play for Adams," and that and the play they do is Adams comes all the way out to the three point line so you can do a handoff for for Shea Gilgis. Like, like that play didn't make sense. They all knew he was trying to do that play. The other part is that Adams, I feel like Adams has lost some athleticism or just like his his fit. Like his fit with Westbrook was so good because like. They could yeah. play off each other in a way that no one plays yeah. off him that way. It, it was the but perfect... It was, you needed a rim runner yeah. for a... If you were going to use Adams like that, you needed him yeah. to be able to be a rim runner in that situation, which he was not about to be able to do. Yeah. And you would think with Houston small ball that you could do that, but Adams is just not like a sky-high, grab-of-the-lob kind of guy, you know? Mm-hmm. And Adams also had some bad plays down the stretch where he missed some, some easy yeah. shots. Uh, matter of fact, in Game 6 and 7... And I just don't understand. He had a lot of hustle
1: in the game, though. He and did.
0: He, hustled, he got the ball back yeah. after he messed up on that no, one. No, I,
1: I agree about about the play. You know, the the fact that you have Chris Paul on your team, he led your team this whole year. He showed that, like, he is point guard. Like, he oh, yeah. Greatest, is great leader 35, leader. 35, like, he is a, a great point guard. And you don't give him the ball with trust. Like, you know, it's not like they were – hitting him with that damn Lillard defense and doubling up from half court. But the fact that Lou Dort had a great game, you know, he he didn't really have a great, game great, his whole great, great series.
0: It was the greatest game of his career.
1: And and it was it was great. But the fact that he had the ball and he was the one taking the yes. last second shot is just unacceptable. And even then in that
0: situation. Even then if he didn't have the ball, like if it had been Evo's had the ball, Adams was open then. Yeah. But like that was the play of throwing into Adams, take the two tie the game going to overtime trust your team that that's the best clutch team i think in the game. i think we saw like you know
1: what happens when a rookie yeah it pray, in in a you know game series but still again how
0: how is there a way that chris paul doesn't end up taking a final shot in that game yeah with with his career and with where he's at and all the chips that are on the table and maybe chris paul maybe he thought no i want to i want to draw maybe he's thinking the jordan paxton play like I, you know, dude's <laughs> had a hot hand all night. We got to get it to him. But I just, there's a big difference. Like, you know, yeah. Paxton was still a vet and he was still a shot maker. And now he's a terrible front office guy, so it's fine. Uh, no, he's, I'll repeat, he's oh, R. P. Oh, R. P. Oh, man, good, good.
1: So. Now, now the Bulls are on the come up. They're about to get <laughs> Joe Hell this offseason. Chris Paul became the oldest player in NBA history at age 35. To post a game seven triple double. I saw that with 19 points, 12 assists. By a number couple numbers. years, I think the second yeah. oldest was LeBron at like 31, right? Yeah. LeBron, Jerry. LeBron
0: will beat that record tomorrow, though. <laughs> <laughs> Now it's got to be game no, seven. No, game seven. Yeah,
1: So he'll he'll beat it against the Clippers because they're not they're not getting a game seven against the Rockets. Yeah. So so just to get
0: <laughs> just to get predictions out of the way, Lakers over Rockets.
1: Uh, I'm I'm gonna give the Rockets one win. I'm gonna I'm gonna so say Lakers. I'm, in five. I'm
0: Lakers in five too. Adam, where you feel? Lakers and five, Lakers and four, Lakers and six. Or are you a Rockets guy? Oh gosh, the
1: Lakers and four. Lakers and
0: four. I don't, want, I don't like the broom. I don't like Houston.
1: The the Rockets can't win in the series. They can. The G- they can steal a game or two if they get hot. They have good three point shooters. If if Russ and James Harden are playing well together, you know that's a backcourt that the Lakers can't really defend. Yeah, it, it sucks that
0: I have. But enough. they
1: they can't. They can't push a game seven. They can't steal the series from the Lakers. The Lakers not having Avery
0: Bradley, it's going to really suck against Harden. And are we getting Russell. Rondo back? If, if Rondo's back, that'll be nice. But I don't, I don't think Rondo can defend the way Bradley did. So now you got Danny Green and KCP doing a lot of work. Well, uh, I know the Lakers are really trying to push uh, defensive Coos. Uh, I've seen them pushing that. Kyle Kuzma's defense has just been great in the bubble. Um, I I still don't agree. I, he doesn't make the rotation sometimes. What's, what's your uh,
1: if he's just not where he needs to be? If yet. you're Vogel, what's your uh, what's your closing five against the Rockets? Um, assuming Rondo's back, we're gonna. I, I bet he comes back this series. Yeah, I mean, if if Rondo's
0: back, he's on the floor. LeBron obviously, AD obviously, um, Danny Green has to be out there uh, defensively. I'm not. I'm not running. I'm keeping AD at the five. I'm probably. Yeah. I'm probably then still yeah. keeping Kuzma or KCP out at the end of the game. I'm keeping Kuz um, out. I think. I think I'm probably rotating. Uh, I would be. I would be bringing in Kuz on offense mm-hmm. and bringing KCP on defense. Yeah. And it. And I just feel like that's that makes the most sense. No, the Lakers tried to go big against the Rockets when they uh, Rockets first did the small ball game. Uh, like, their first game with the all-small lineup after trading Clint Capella was against the Lakers. And the Rockets beat him. Uh, and the Lakers try to pull out. They try to run, like, Howard and AD the whole time, and they just ran tons and tons of post plays. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that that's, like, a terrible move because what happens is the, the ball slows down yep. and, the, and pace gets wrong. And the Lakers are a pace team. Like, like they're a force to turn over and run kind of team. You uh-huh. know, lots of lobs. Um, so, I, I don't think that that's the right way to do it. I think letting the game come natural for AD, let Dwight Howard come in and bully P.J. Tucker sometimes in the post. and
1: I think AD uh, just needs to feast. You know, I think, you know, against the Blazers, you know, and I'm still lamenting a little bit over that uh, over that series, but AD was hitting mid-range after mid-range and, and just smooth stroke. Like, he was getting in the paint. Um, he was getting to the line of, uh, a lot in some of those games, but... That mid-range game, Houston just can't stop Anthony Davis in the mid-range.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think that Houston's going to be able to stop Davis. I think the thing that uh, the Lakers have to do is they have to shut down Westbrook. So I think that Harden's going to score a lot of points against the Lakers. I don't think the Lakers, I think without being able to, like, they're obviously going to put uh, Danny Green and KCP on him a mm-hmm. lot. Um, and he's going to score on both of them, even though I think Green's going to do well. Uh, I think that Bradley would have really pestered them. And that would have been nice. Yeah, I agree. But uh, I think that what they gotta do is they gotta keep Westbrook from the paint. Westbrook Westbrook gets to the paint and he scores tons of points there. So if you've got Davis and Howard out on the floor at the same time or Javale, you've gotta get one of those guys down there, blocking the paint, make Westbrook take mm-hmm. those bank shots and those post ups and those little things he shoots because he can't shoot them at the same mm-hmm. clip. If he gets to the paint, he gets momentum, he gets excited, he gets a dunk, and then he's scoring a bunch of
1: points yeah. on you. Any in, in shifty, like, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll bank shots down the stretch. Russ, Russ is good at that. I think a, a big key, um, especially in transition, but uh, playing, you know, defensively for the Lakers is having guys like uh, Caruso, Coos, Danny Green, KCP break up the passing lanes and, and steal a couple balls and in there, you know, tip a couple passes and force Houston to uh, really try to try to squeeze the ball in tight, you know, you want to get Russ overheating. You want to get Russ like trying to force too much and drive and kick. And uh, you know, you have those four guys come in there and break up the passing lanes and kind of throw them off their rhythm. Because as soon as you allow Houston to pass the ball around, you know, shift it around the corners and uh, set up those good shots, you know, they're they're gonna you know make yeah, them. Gonna, and that's when they, they, they get hot rough. for those three point shots. So if you break up those passing lanes it really hits them.
0: So Denver and Clippers, you know what do you what do you got? Clippers. <laughs> Clippers in 4. Clippers in 4? <laughs> you think so? Uh, I, it, I think Clippers in in 6.
1: Yeah, i I mean Denver's I want, a good I want to say Denver cuz
0: my heart's rooting against the Clippers If but.
1: Gary Harris, Gary Harris had a good defensive game. The other night, but he. You needs, only like
0: Gary Harris because he's from Michigan
1: State. Yeah, I mean that's that's my first. You know that for the, Gary best, Harris, the best the best
0: player is Jamal Murray and he's from Kentucky, right? You know that Kentucky has the, the rules. best
1: players. Not Jamal Murray. It's it's
0: Our, it's Jokic. Was he, did he have like three 50 point games in the series? Jokic is one of the Jamal best. Murray carried oh them to gosh. Game Seven and I, Jokic won that. Game Seven. I get that. Did you see Jamal Murray do the John Wall spin move? Jokic
1: just the best. I mean,
0: that's the greatest move of the whole playoffs so far. Okay,
1: we were blessed in this series to see Donovan Mitchell and Jamal Murray just battle it out for that. Yeah,
0: Louisville versus two, Kentucky two and Louisville yeah. lost. That was what Back happened. In, okay. As a Big Blue Nation guy, that's, because, that's what I saw. That's that was the game Rick I Rick
1: Pitino wasn't there to, you know, kind of smooth his way in there for Donovan, you know. You know who high, Rick Pitino was people, there for? You know.
0: He was there for Billy Donovan who drew up the wrong play last night. Oh you know, Billy Donovan gosh. played for Rick Pitino in uh, like Providence or something. He played B- for him Billy, somewhere. Billy
1: Donovan? He played, Billy no, Donovan I played I don't, I don't, I don't like Pitino. Billy Donovan because I don't like Florida. I um, mean, Patino can like keep his top rings top. from
0: from Big Blue Nation. Is, it, you know?
1: is Patino still in Greece? I hope so. I, He's a criminal. <laughs> I don't know much
0: about <laughs> Denver, but the fact that they came back from three one, dang, they've got they've got, they got that some momentum. dogs out
2: there. <laughs> they've got that
1: hey, momentum that might Jamal make it Murray a little bit know, more. He than got by kids.
0: I actually think that Utah is a better defensive team than than the Clippers. And I'm not a statistician, you know, so I haven't got in. Not. I, I'm not – I'm pulling a Charles Barkley right now. right? <laughs> I didn't look it up at all. I didn't look it up at all. But I know that Rudy Gobert is one defensive player of the year and that he's the last person I want to see at the rim. I know that Mike Conley is a legendary defensive point guard and, uh, and that Royce O'Neal is good and that they have a really tight defensive team and that those games were low-scoring games because their defense was high. Uh, so I feel like Denver. If Jamal Murray's come out scoring fifty points against Utah, I don't feel like he's gonna have big trouble with with the Clippers. I feel like he's gonna what? have some good games. I'm not saying he's gonna score fifty every night. I'm not saying that's gonna happen. And I, he's not he's not scoring fifty once. I, I agree. I don't think he's scored fifty once. He's not averaging but, thirty
1: for the series.
0: But he's gonna have he's gonna have at least a couple thirty point games. And, and Jokic, if Jokic is heating up,
1: it, you know, I mean, they're going to be we, tough to beat. We need Who to the Clippers
0: it? have that guards Jokic?
1: Who yeah. do they have that guards? It's them, not know? even necessarily guarding Jokic on the offensive and You know, he, he's great on the mid-range. He, he's seen some weird, like, you know, fade away wanting to be Dirk, you know, that, that white European thing. But if, if the Clippers aren't able to stop Jokic from passing the ball, if we get the, the Jokic facilitating, you know, 10 assists a game, that makes Jokic the great player that he is, you know, the the perennial M V P candidate, that's gonna be a hard thing for for the Clippers to stop. I think I think I think we're sleeping on a lot of guys for Denver with the Clippers. And I think the Clippers
0: really struggled against a Dallas team and that was missing KP.
1: If we also see Michael Porter, you know, come up and, and Michael, get some buckets then that Michael opens Porter's up some options baller. between between him and Murray, it's, but he's hit or miss some games.
0: I don't think the Jokic has the same guys to pass to that he did have. I think that the dynamic of that teams changed a little bit, where it's not like running through Jokic and then Jokic is passing from the triangle. There's a lot of like a lot of ball moving and just a little bit different style of play. But I do think that, that people are missing Paul Millsap as a veteran. Uh, he's he's a great defender and he's a dog. Uh, he knows how to win games. He knows how to get big rebounds. Um, you know he hits threes. He can he can stretch out. You know, like, like who who the Clippers? They're going to put Harrell and, and Zubak on them. You know, like, they don't have the big guys. Like, Denver has some big guys on their team. I, I, they have a lot of length. Jeremy Grant has a lot of length. Great shot blocker. I honestly think Denver's going to give them trouble because I watched the Mavericks give them trouble. And I think at Denver, the Denver I, uh, team is better than the Mavericks team. Mavericks minus KP.
1: No, if Mavericks had KP, I think it's even. No, I think I think the Mavs are, are – uh, Bad matchup for the Clippers, and I think that's why they gave him trouble. I think Luka is one of the great offensive players, and I think we're going to see him as an all time great offensive player. Um, but I think the Mavs are good sh- three point shooters, and I think they're efficient. I think they can hey, get I'm, hot, and, I'm not taking and that's anything why away they push the, the clips.
0: I'm saying, I, actually, I've said numerous times that if the Mavericks had Dwight Powell and KP healthy, they win that series. But I'm, I'm saying that the Mavericks, where they're at, with just Luka and, and all the supporting pieces, are not as good of a team as Denver with Nikolai and Jamal Murray all right. and all their supporting pieces at this moment because of the players they have healthy and they're playing
1: the oh, game. Okay, okay. If you if you say that, you know, you say it that way, I don't fully trust going into that series, uh, Mike Malone's coaching for the Nuggets. Man, he, he just
0: came back from 3-1. Like He coached pretty good. Man. He ran some plays. I, he made sure
1: that all right things were happening at the right time. I mean, listen, there, there's uh, there's know, maybe man. five coaches in the league. I'll, I'll take over. Doc. Did Rivers. you watch
0: Jamal Murray shoot seventy one percent in a game <laughs> six? Man, he got
1: buckets. He- I mean, honestly, I've never shot
0: a ball and it go through the rim as perfectly as any of his shots did. Like I've had him go through. I've switched him, but his were <laughs> his were better. His were better than a switch. You know what I'm saying? Like he looked like Clay Thompson what? when he was on fire for that one quarter that one time. It's because it was
1: it's because insane. What Clay does best is reset after the after he pump fakes or, or reset after he catches. And Jamal Murray was perfecting that in those games where he was gonna you know, he's dropping yeah. oh, 40, yeah. 50 points. Oh, yeah. Jamal Murray he's looked, a microwave. Like, he's looked a microwave. like Clay he Thompson. Hot. He's he's hitting those threes. He was pump faking. He was resetting his feet well and squaring up, and, and you know it was clean. It was, it was fun to watch. Um, I think that'll be that'll be a fun, fun uh, series. You know, Donovan Mitchell uh, rumored two, to to get that rookie max extension, five years, hundred seventy million dollars to stay with the Jazz. So I think that'll be fun. Uh, talking about that coming in after the season, with, dude. That uh, Mike
0: Conley shot was so. When free
1: agency, so. so so if we get to watch Jamal Murray and Donovan Mitchell just battle out year after year, brings me back to my you know I mentioned on the podcast a couple of weeks ago how college sports you know they have the random trophies. I still want a battle for the Rocky Mountains yeah. Nuggets versus Jazz. Yeah,
0: well, the Nuggets won the Rocky Mountain. They they trophies. won the Rocky
1: yeah. Mountain trophy. You, you know, should they get obviously- the course light this year.
0: Yo, so, yo, Zach, Zach. Uh, I know you're not on the show tonight. Not Zach Ayala, but he'll be on later. But, uh, yo, Embry, uh, you gotta go ahead and at least give the Nuggets the Rocky Mountain Award if you can create that for me. Uh, yeah, Don would like down. to hand that to him and let them know that they got the Rocky Mountain Trophy. And, and, uh,
1: and Jamal, if you're listening, just DM me your address and I'll send it your way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just send it to the bubble. It
1: just oh yeah yeah. yeah. You can just it's like mail and Santa Claus. Do I just, now. That just address? Uh, ESPN Worldwide, yeah, Disney, yeah. World, Disney World of Sports, yeah, World of the Sports. bubble, Jamal
0: Murray, and the, you don't have to put a zip code in. It's like Santa Claus; they just deliver that stuff. Dude.
1: Oh man! As matter I, of fact, if you feel, I think if that's if you feel how like I you're really sending, like it, possible anthrax, sent to the bubble.
0: Yeah, that, that is how you get on there. Uh, but you should probably send it twice. Like always, send your 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 vote for the trophy twice. Uh, so anyway. Uh, yeah so yeah Clippers in six uh, gonna be a fun series uh, look forward to it uh, I'm not sure Denver can ever really win anything but I like them um, they, and, uh, you know, Denver
1: like Denver's kind of like uh, how Toronto was for a couple years which you know kind of moving back into this oh man we're recording this Toronto just won they uh, they got that OG last second OB, shot from game OG learner, and Obi. you know some say uh, young Kawhi you know but uh that you know that's impressive. I thought I thought Boston was going to, you know, yeah. not not I didn't expect this sweep, but they were playing really well and Jamie just had it Kimba out.
0: just had a pass. Uh, if you were watching the game, he just had a pass right into the paint to Tatum. It looked like the game was over mm-hmm. right before that.
1: I you know, I I was getting worried, you know, Boston up with the 2-0 series that maybe we were seeing the Toronto Raptors revert back into the Toronto Raptors that we've seen for the last, you know, 8 years. Of being a great, you know, 50-55 win team, second, third seed in the Eastern Conference, out in the semis, out in the Eastern Conference. Mm. I was getting worried. We'll see if we're wrong, but uh, I think Boston, that, man.
0: I think that the Boston-Toronto series is a battle of, of one, great coaches. I think Nick Nurse versus mm-hmm. Brad Stevens is like a coach matchup that on, like, a basketball nerd level you're just excited about. Um I had, I had a text from, uh, from a friend tonight Josh Holmes. He said, he said, why don't they just go ahead and hand the Eastern Eastern Finals to the Celtics? And I said, uh, no, nah, man, Toronto's taking it tonight. And I was worried that Toronto's going to let me down, but I was like, Toronto is a team. A they're team, a great team. They're just great. gritty they have players. Depth. They have a ton of depth, and they won they a have, lot of games without Kawhi Leonard last season. They, they won a lot of games guards. without him this season. They
1: year. have tough guards. That's what I like about them. Kyle Lowry, you know, Philadelphia guy. You know, hard and honestly,
0: what I think Toronto likes is they like to be the
1: underdog. They I, like I to agree. come in, like those
0: those guys who are playing on that team, Fred Van Fleet, like those guys are They're defending
1: champs that were cast off at the beginning yeah. of the season by a lot of people. Yeah, defending and, still, champs.
0: and still, they're the team. Like, honestly, if, you were saying, if you're saying two teams that you don't think are making the finals today, you're going to say Denver and Toronto. Like, the teams that are left, mm-hmm. they're the two that you're systematically like, nah, they just ain't got it because you're not hyped on them. But really, Toronto is like a tough team to beat. Like and I, I honestly great. think they're, that they're this great. could be a seven-game series between Boston it, it and could. Toronto. It could. And the for sure. the worry about Toronto is like they played a they played a the their first round was too easy, and then you know like they're a team that needs to feel like they're fighting against the grain. And I feel like Boston coming out and beating them, and everyone being like, "Do Boston's just now they've won five straight and blah blah blah." And I think that was enough that Toronto was like, "Oh oh okay, we're playing ball now. We're this time to play ball." Because Toronto has this other gear of, like, yeah. being a good team that's, like, scary. Like, they're the kind of team that can knock off your favorite team. You yeah.
1: Know? It, it, it's a, like, pretty good matchup. You know, we mentioned the coaching. Guard play, I you know, in favor of Toronto, in my opinion. It, Kimba's great, but, you know, they don't have the second great guard. You know, you can throw Marcus Smart there. But I, I'm going to give guard play advantage Toronto. Toronto. But wing play is, is really Boston. You know, Boston has... The best, you know, two wings besides Kawhi, and if you count Paul George, Man, I mean, he's like Siakam on.
0: is so good. Though in Toronto, I mean, he he's he is good. If you were building a team around see, Tatum or Siakam, which one would you it's build? It's Tatum. Around? See, I, I don't know. I'd build around I, Siakam.
1: There are few few young players that I would take over Jason Tatum. Nah, Jason Tatum you. is a is a young, you know, Kobe esque person. Yeah. He's he's the St. Louis guy. I can't, guy. You know, I can't we even got call. That, I can I know
0: that he worked with Kobe, but I can't even call a guy in a green jersey. Kobe asked. That's too you know, much for and, me. I'm I'm bleeding purple. Brown yellow over here, you know, brain.
1: Boston has invested everything in the wings. They have they have a decent they big man. Daniel Tays, Enos yeah. Cantor, and where they're disposable. They're not you know putting the whole the whole workload on their big men, and I think that actually gives them a little bit of advantage of like not having cast off big men, but but guys that you can kind of throw in there, you can rotate them in and out. Um, where that that's kind of even, you know, big men are are better for Toronto between Serge Ibaka and and Marcus But I think in that series it, they're neutralized in an aspect of it's a lot of guard play and it's a lot. I of think I think the defense
0: play. from Siakam and Ananobi is is just like. To me, as well. In Norman Powell, you know, he's he's a he's a good shooter. Good. Toronto's had Toronto has a deep, the deeper bench, and that's the thing about Toronto. They have a deep bench. They have uh, they have guys that can win it. Out of all these guys, they can all win it. It's kind of like watching the OKC series.
1: Yeah, they had a lot of guys that
0: could do stuff. You know, on on
1: that game. And and that's you know back to the point of balance of the league. We have teams with duos, and you know you can kind of count. Count Toronto, you know, they have a duo between Siakam and and Kyle Lowry, if you want to count at that, but the teams that don't have an outstanding duo, you know, not a a KD, or not a KD uh, Kyrie, you know, LeBron AD, Paul George, Kawhi. Jimmy and Bam. uh, Yeah, we have the balance teams, the Heat, the, you know. Even though I think Jimmy and Bam's a duo. Yeah. But, but they're, you know, a little dulled down where the team is so balanced. You know, last yeah, night we yeah, watched yeah, the, the Heat, team amazing. seven guys in double digits. That's, and Jimmy Butler, what, only 10 points yeah. or, or 11 or whatever after those free throws. a 40 point like, game the night before. But he's facilitating, and, yeah. and that's why I like, you know, these great teams are balanced. Jimmy Butler almost let
0: me down. Uh, but who who you got on the Boston-Toronto series? Who you think wins it?
1: <sighs> I'm going Boston. I'm going, I, you know, and I, I think. Boston in what? I think it's a seven game series. I think it's a seven game, but I'm going Boston. I think they I think that deep run that they made a couple of years ago in the playoffs, I think really helped them as a young team. and I think that they're better it it sucks not having Hayward out there because he was a great, you know hit, having Gordon Hayward as your fourth option, that's a great scenario for your team. Sure. Uh, but I got. I, I, got, I, got, Toron- I got Toronto in Brown.
0: seven. I think it's going seven games. Uh, defending champs, second best record in the East. Um, I got Toronto in seven games. And I think that and, they and have the fair. experience. Uh, they beat the Golden State Warriors last year. So, <laughs> I mean, um, the they Golden beat, State Warriors. Was <laughs> they beat, uh, let, let's let's not even jump. They beat the Golden State Warriors last year. I don't care that people got injured. Kawhi the I dynasty killer. I don't care that they had Kawhi Leonard. All I know is that even without Kawhi, their record was ridiculous last year. And that they won those games. So I, I get it. I, and yep. they and they came out and whopped, and everybody got second in the East. And I, I got Toronto in seven. Uh, heat and Bucks. Are the Bucks gonna win a game <laughs> in this series? <laughs> like is that even gonna happen? Because I feel like Jimmy Butler's in, in a Minnesota practice mode Ooh. and he's like, No, y'all the B team. And I'm the A team. I'm I'm taking Heat. I'm
1: taking Heat. Heat for
0: sure. I, I feel like heating six, but honestly,
1: because, because I <laughs> want heat to five. go on the record, I'm going <laughs> Heaton's five.
0: I can't take a whole game away. I can't just say that Bucks are going to get swept. Man. But interesting fact, uh, no team, no number one seed that lost their first game in both the first and second round have ever won in the finals. I, I think that anyone thinks the Bucks are winning the finals this year, you can go ahead and just erase them from all of your predictions. They're not winning the finals. I don't think they're getting past the Heat. Uh, and the Heat are my pick for the East. I think they're going to be in the finals.
1: You think we get a Lakers Heat finals? Lakers
0: Heat finals is what I want, and God, hear me out. That's man. what I
1: want. That's that's what we should. That's what we <laughs> should. Is that had. how prayer works? Uh, that's what we should have yeah, had. Uh, that's you so know, too. nine. Is that how you got the Cubs to win that? That's exactly. Eight, how eight how years happened. ago, man. Imagine if we would have had a Lakers Heat finals you know eight years ago that would have been amazing that was the finals we wanted but uh, that's what we J- wanted.
0: jimmy butler uh, for i love i love nba bubble hair like, like they letting it wild they're like <laughs> jimmy's had the same Jim- jimmy's hair mustache hair? is doing okay. something yeah. new and I, I love it man he comes out there looking like
1: he might have got off a and, pirate and ship and he's or a greasy boy selling 20 coffees i know dude man, he's out there bro Jim, I, if you ever want to come on, hit me up. I'll I'll uh, send you an invitation with that package to Jamal.
0: <laughs> the the game, I know that a lot of people were mad about that game too. But uh, I think if anything, the the thing that I think was messed up by game two was sure Jimmy shooting free throws after the clock is like the most boring way to win a game. But Chris Middleton shooting three free throws that he didn't deserve yeah. is also I, the stupidest way to tie agree. a game. Completely so it's agree. like it's like. I get it. I guess at least the refs were being consistent, making the calls. And I don't actually think the officiating has been bad. Like, I thought the officiating in Oklahoma City. And I the understand was really good. the
1: reason for Chris but, for Chris Middleton going to the line. Yeah. I just, I from my perspective, I I don't see it. it. It's one of those things where if you have to go deep into the rule book and come up with a technicality, oh, his... His body was moving a little bit. You know, I was listening to uh, to the, the head ref like back in the studio in New York, yeah, kind of yeah, explaining Steve, it, yeah. and Doris Burke was going back and forth. You know, and, and he the way that he explained it, you know, leaving the room for the offensive player. Then I was like, so you can never fully play the, like all of defense. Then is just an illusion of throwing guys off at that point. Of like, yeah.
0: Yeah, and I, Doris, Doris hated the Chris Middleton foul, but then thought that Butler wasn't fouled on the last play. Um, and I felt like he was fouled. It looked like Giannis I, I had, had, had his yep. hand on his side. I thought that was
1: him. a fair foul.
0: Um, but, you know, it is it is a tough way to, to lose a game. But, you know, let's, let's be honest. Um, the, yeah, I said that. Uh, the Heat had the lead, <laughs> like, the whole game. So, like... Yeah. Like, you know, the Bucks got to play better. They got to do more. Giannis has to be more productive. And the Heat are just drawing fouls and, and just they're eating them up. Dragic has been amazing. Uh, I also think that the reason they almost lost that game was Bam getting his sixth foul yep. with over a minute left in the game. And then you don't have that chance to rebound. You can't guard the things you need to guard. And you lose a big piece when Bam's not on the floor. And People if I'm the Bucks, have, like, if I'm the Bucks, I'm trying to get Bam off the floor. Like, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm forget trying to go after Jimmy and get Jimmy in trouble. Jimmy's going to do Jimmy. Forget all that. Get Bam off the floor because then what? did he have? They have Kelly Olnick. And um, that brings me <sighs> to my that's next. That's the only
1: reason I don't want to root for. Yeah, teams. that brings I me
0: to my next so. segment on this show. Uh, <laughs> I want quickly out of every all the teams that are left. Who's the guy you just wish didn't play on that team? Uh, we all know that, that we don't want Harden, but if, if we were Houston guys, would Harden be the guy? We just, like, when you're watching the if game, we you're Houston like, I'm fans. so tired. Like, yeah, if you're a Houston oh, no. fan, who are you tired of watching play in Houston? I. <clears throat> I'm, I'm always tired of watching Austin Rivers. I, I hate watching Austin Rivers play. <laughs> when he gets funny. the ball, I just like, dude, steal the ball from him, throw him down, push him over. Like, I get um, like, I, I'm like good. really anti Austin you know Rivers. I'm pro Austin Rivers. Uh, I'm not. I, his dad didn't even keep him, he traded him. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, how, that's how pro people are, Austin Rivers. His own dad's like, no, nah, you go play for the no. competition in, it, in the West.
1: You know, if we're putting it that way, it's it's Kelly uh, and and there, there well, are many no 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 off
0: every team yeah off with the Heat team. with the Heat it's Kelly Olynyk even though he makes huge shots there are shots, so many reasons I hate Kelly Olynyk I hate, watch Kelly Olmick. Olmick I hate his just... hair
1: I hate that he his name is Kelly and it reminds me of Machine Gun Kelly and I don't like Machine Not Gun I like Kelly that. No. Um, and I hate the fact that he dislocated Kevin Love's arm still mad about it. And, I and and with Kevin Love in that series you know they probably beat the Warriors that first year yeah yeah um, I think so too and. And so I hate, I hate Kelly Olynyk. And and team. just
0: watching him play is like, like he's kind of like this clumsy, Ofish guy who can shoot oh threes. My gosh. And it's it's very hard.
1: It's very hard to and, watch. And I get why he's on. I get why he's on the Heat. I get why he was good for the Celtics. You know, he's a a big guy that can get boards and shoot threes. Yeah. You know, he's like a he's like a. I'm not saying know, that. I'm not saying enough. I wouldn't
0: even put him on my team if he was a cheap flyer. But I might have to blindfold myself while he's playing.
1: You know who I'd rather like if I'm have the coach. than Kelly O'Linick.
0: and not I think yeah, it's everybody. a fair
1: substitution. Not you know, not in terms of skill, but any of the Zeller brothers <laughs> instead of Kelly olinick yeah. I'll take I'll take
0: Alex Lynn for one hundred. <laughs> um, Frank Kaminsky, please. <laughs> uh, on, on Milwaukee, now on Milwaukee, I don't actually, they're a team that I actually like everybody on the team well enough. Like, uh, you yeah. know, of course I'm a Bledsoe fan. He's probably the, the chief protagonist of Milwaukee. But I mean, you know, big blue nation. Uh, so I'm definitely a Bledsoe fan. Um, I actually don't have a player in Milwaukee that I dislike. I love the Lopez boys. You know, I, oh like, man, I love them. Like I think in Milwaukee, it's probably booting Holes. I, I don't,
1: yeah, I, I would agree. He's he's the guy. You, you I think he's just, you think he's fired if uh, if they lose to the Heat? I think he should. I be. think he's out. I think he. I think he. I think if it. they don't go to the finals, I think he's out. I remember
0: when he had the Atlanta Hawks, the number one seed, and uh, and he couldn't get to the finals. Yeah, uh, he's he's definitely not as good as uh, people always take all those experts guys. And uh, guess what? None of them are Popovich. So. Uh, just let it go. Um, with, uh, with with Boston, uh, who who are you getting rid of on Boston, man? Brad Wanamaker. Wow. <laughs> He's out. I, I think I'm with you on that. Yeah, I don't really. I would never get rid of any of those other guys. Who's your least favorite guy on Toronto? That's a tough one. I huh? I think I think mine's Terrence Davis. Uh, I don't really have any real beef with him. Yeah. I just don't want to see him come to the game. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't. Uh, I used to like him,
1: but I don't know if there are really guys on Toronto that I, I dislike and that I have a loathe for. Um, you know, I I generally am pretty optimistic about most guys in the league not named Kelly O'Linick. Oh really? Um, you know, well, you, maybe are, you are after uh, w- Waynemaker. I just, I just don't think that that Brad Wanamaker is like. Why, <laughs> why do we? Have, oh, and Isaiah Thomas, you know, I, I, T, I, T, four, not, not, like not the legend Isaiah Thomas, but I don't like Isaiah Thomas. I don't like oh that he got gosh. so hyped up. in... he's not even in the playoffs right no, now. No, 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 he's and, not one of these teams. I'm is he still so no, no. Oh, shoot, man,
0: you still, got
1: me thinking he was out there somewhere. I'm still it? upset that. He got so hyped up for, like, three months in Boston a couple years ago. People call him MVP, greatest undrafted player ever, or, like, last pick of the draft, whatever. Like, Isaiah Thomas is the man, greatest player under six foot. And I'm like, y'all forgetting Allen Iverson. Like, Isaiah Thomas is not Allen Iverson, and people act act like he's Allen Iverson. But he was good for, like, three months. But the rest of his career is not good. He was the best
0: fourth quarter player for a whole season. It's just like For for a whole season he was the best fourth quarter player.
1: Okay, I'll like, give you that. He, but he was on fire. He was unstoppable. He carried him that year. I will not take I, it, people extrapolate that over his entire career, and that's not who he is. And I'll leave it at that.
0: Alright, alright, let's go let's go to the let's go to the West. Uh Lakers, man, who's who's your least favorite guy? It's Dwight Howard. One man, oh my it's god, it's so, so, way, Dwight easy Howard. <laughs> Dude, I used to think that, but it's now I think Howard. that the refs are really
1: ripping
0: off Dwight Howard, dude. They call him foul every time he moves, dude. No. And to be honest, if they
1: breathe on people, they get called fouls. No. I Just because they're big. I, I still blame Dwight Howard for uh, for Steve Nash breaking his leg um, and and uh, Kobe tearing his Achilles and, and Dwight never making things work for the Lakers. My
0: least favorite player in the Lakers is Quinn Cook.
1: <laughs> no, I like Quinn nah, Cook. No, man. You know I'm the why, the Quinn you Cook know why? I'm
0: because you went to Duke, man. I don't, I don't support Duke.
1: No, I like Quinn Cook. Uh, Duke is
0: like... Uh, Duke's like where you go to school. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to just trash Duke, but we all know why we dislike Duke, you know?
1: Because they represent Grayson Allen. And that's yeah, and Christian Leitner and like a whole <laughs> slew that's of funny. I, I like some Duke I'm players. I mean, a big certain I'm a big J.J. Riding fan. Yeah, J.J.
0: Riding, he can go on that list. That's messed up. So Quinn Cook, yeah, he's probably my least favorite. Plus... Uh, you know, uh, he's like, yeah, I'm just not excited when he's in the game. I don't want to see that. Um, what about what about uh Denver? Denver's a tough one. Yeah, that's that that not a like so like unlikable. I mean Gary Harris. Stop. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. No Gary Harris. Uh, uh Troy Daniels is on Denver, uh, and uh, he maybe
1: it's, maybe it's Paul Millsap. Really? Because because it makes me upset that he's not Paul up of old. And I, I just remember him in Atlanta and I just think. You don't like
0: him because he doesn't play for the Hawks
1: anymore? No, no, I don't like him because I wish that he played like he did for the Hawks. It's the same reason why I was excited for for uh, Iso Joe to come back into the league. But Iso yeah, Joe so was so in, Phoenix, Phoenix in Phoenix in Atlanta. So. You know, Iso Joe. So he, he just wasn't the same.
0: It, it, for me with Denver, I really <coughs> like just about everybody on Denver pretty well. I think if if it's when I watch them check into the game, who I don't like want to see, it might be like Mason Plumley.
1: Okay, uh, that's fair. I'll, I'll give
0: like it to Mason. Plumley is like, even though I, I actually think he can be a baller the, and it is fun to like dunk with him on two K, but yeah, know, I don't know. He's just like he's kind of. Yeah, I just I just uh, think that like, all we just don't like tall
1: guys. All, tall, no, white guys. All tall, tall, guys. tall white guys. We have a thing against tall white guys that I gotta go like talk to God about. Myers him. Leonard. I like Myers Leonard. Yeah, you know, maybe there's like. So you like,
0: trying to prove you like tall white guys. No, no, bro. no. We're in church right now, bro. We maybe gotta
1: get this right. No, what I'm saying is, is there, there might be a couple of them, like Miles Leonard and, and uh in like Zach Collins. I like Zach Collins. You just like
0: white guys in Portland. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, Miles Leonard. he's Bro, the heat why man. do you no. look like Duncan Robinson? But it's like, why is it when I watch
0: Duncan Robinson, I think Man Dalton's balling tonight.
1: Yeah, I wish. Uh, but dude, Duncan Robinson. I just think, has a I just dragon. think there's a place for tall. Weird white guys that aren't ballers hey. in the league in and, hey. and that place is playing for Michael Jordan. Oh, no, and I thought you were gonna. And say, I, I think you have to I be. a you were Zeller. gonna say like
0: that's like a basement filled with RPGs and like no, Dungeons think, and Dragons games. I that's where any tall, awkward white, any tall and... white
1: guy uh, from the Midwest, you know, preferably a Big Ten school, plays for Michael Jordan, and that's where I assume they all go. You think that Jordan just drafts over? I think I think Jordan just likes to <laughs> likes to spend twenty million dollars on like weird pieces. <laughs> Hey man, Michael's doing a lot right now. He's doing a lot right now. It's it's his gambling thing. He's he's actually just gambling. He's the whole gambling
0: time. on like weird white dudes. Uh alright, alright. Uh Dem- so Denver really being <laughs> ain't got one that's actually solid, because we all kinda like Plumley. Uh Clippers. I
1: mean everybody hates Beverly, but No, we love I love Pat Beverly. That Beverly. Love yeah. Beverly, you know what? We hung out with him a couple months I ago. I wanna say Coach Rivers,
0: but they traded out. <laughs>
1: That's Dang bro, uh, uh can we count can we count uh Oh man, I can't even can't even make jokes about Joe King because I actually love Joe King. Yeah, I love Joe Keen no uh, Man, that's, I wish that's a tough one. I, it's, he, it's Paul George. Actually, it's Paul George. Actually what
0: am I thinking? Lakers and Clippers, it's the Morris twins. The Morris twins are babies. No they're dirty, and I get tired of watching them. Even when even when I'm watching my team, I'm like, get
1: Morris off the fuck, But, but pro Lakers uh, you know, as as two white guys in the Midwest, AC Fresh, man, he represents us out there. He's, <laughs> no, he's the guy. <laughs> he does not represent me. I, no, it, it, not not my <laughs> representation. Okay. Like, it, it, what is, is this Fresh, thing bro. with like, you know? And and I'll speak. Morris twins Myself, trash. myself or my experience. Dirty, dirty whenever foul we on, get, whenever on Luca. We get, before
0: you say it's dirty foul on Luca,
1: <laughs> Morris twins trash. Whenever we get. Uh, a white guy, a white American in the league, man. We just cling on to him. JJ Redick. You oh, know, yeah. right I mean, now I'm feeling it with Tyler Hero. You know, we just getting it going. But AC Fresh, AC Fresh good is, good is the man, and and uh, I I like AC Fresh because he's a G a- League guy. I pro a- G a- League a- C- guy. AC Fresh
0: and, and Pat Connaughton are like the same kind of player, though. Like yeah,
1: like they're the
0: reason the people I think like them is because you don't expect a white dude to dunk like that. Yeah. They both dunk hard. J.J. Reddick, I don't like. Why would I like him? That's he looks up. like He looks like a youth pastor that, that got fired.
1: That's messed up. Um,
0: I, I'm not down with that. Uh, I do like Duncan Robinson, but uh, that's just because I love the Heat right now. I think, yeah, I'm, I'm anti the Morris Twins, and uh, and if the thing about the Morris Twins, though, is that they might hear this podcast and actually come try to fight me or something. Because they get real mad about stuff, <laughs> and uh, they'll come after you. So if they hear this... That's fine. Just at me, man. I'll let you know where I am. I I don't like. I don't like those big
1: dudes. You got ejected the other day, um, and and I don't like that. In, you know, when guys like go out with an intentional foul to, you know, quote unquote, set the tone of how the playoff series is going to be. But then they get ejected. It's like, okay, cool. They do that all the time. Like
0: you, he did that in New York. You are
1: sacrificing more on your team. Then, like, you know, getting a cheap foul on somebody, that's just ridiculous. Like, I want guys who are going to go out there and, and, like, go hard and stay in the game, you know, per Michael Jordan, per Kobe Bryant, per Larry Bird. Like, I want those guys who are going to, like, you know, get in your head and stay there. You know, you are not affecting somebody else mentally if you are off the court for the rest of the game. It actually sounds like it just you doesn't didn't make really sense. want to play that
0: night. And so you went ahead and got kicked out, so you could go back and like not play. And,
1: and it's not like you're, you, no, you're not the fifteenth man off the bench. You're not getting in for a minute and, and doing that. You like, you're you're a guy who the Clippers are are needing. So absolutely. Shout out uh, shout out to Bill Bus. Shout uh, out Bill Bus for he sure. Said he Bill coming that on? The,
0: uh, well, he sent us a quote. He said, "I thought the Celtics Raptors game was going to be basically it for Toronto." After that pass from Walker to Tatum, then that happened. Hot take, Bill. I'm feeling it. A lot of people think it's out, but I got Toronto in seven, Bill. I got Toronto in seven. Uh, I don't know why Zach's still not in here, but I guess he's just, maybe he's just in the tanning bed or something right now. <laughs> GTL. Kind of getting some rays, getting some vitamins, you know? Sometimes you got to get that vitamin K. Vitamin D? I don't know what you get from the sun, but does it D. still work in a tanning bed anyways? I mean I'm not a scientist but I, I haven't don't checked know. the stats. I don't Do you know. still get vitamin D from a light? You know, like <laughs> doesn't feel like you would, but maybe it's like a vitamin light. So Ooh. not you sure. Maybe Oh dude, we should make vitamin lights, like vitamin Ooh. water but it's vitamin lights. Yeah, I
1: like that. I Entrepreneur like. success. Success yeah. story right here. Yeah, we got some we got some ideas, brewing for that.
0: This episode of Am I Baller is production of Miko Club and was edited by one of the Barista Boys. Garrett Haddock speaks dead languages, and that's nice to know. Adam Quine never stays for the whole show, but at least he helped get us a little worked up this week. And Eastside Dizzo would like to point out that he believed Denver would win and he said so on this podcast three weeks ago. A lot happens in three weeks, so use your time wisely and subscribe and tell your friends about this podcast. Thanks for listening. Did you see this thing that IAPA's been trying to get us to talk about with him.
1: Is it propane Uh, and propane accessories? No, he
0: did. He did say he wanted to talk about (laughs) propane and about the business of propane. And I said, well, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I don't know if we're that blue-collar podcast. (laughs) Uh, I mean, we've been talking Tesla and, like, Apple, you know. But uh, maybe he's got, like, a tech propane app or something he wants to bring in. I think that's why he's nervous is because he doesn't have all of his, like, his card's ready, you know. Uh, he uh, yeah. got his deck ready. His cue cards. To come in and, like, give it to us like that. But he did say he wanted to talk about uh, that beef with uh, Scottie Pippen.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, Richard Jefferson,
0: man. Richard Jefferson knows how to stir man. a pie, doesn't
1: he? Richard Jefferson's wrong every time. He's all-